0: Point hammers intended for an immature audience.
1: So if you're easily offended, you best get the step in. But if you'd like to stay,
0: let's, let's
2: get, get hammered.
0: hammered. Alright, welcome all. Hey, night number three. We've got Raj here. Who, who else? Got Barrett a bastard here. on this end. <laughs> Woo! McClure here. Bastard there Cooler. yeah we have uh, Mr. Tom McClure of to us. as always we are sitting in the, the comfort of our own homes <laughs> working on various projects here I've got some Skaven Slaves that I'm basing and then um, I'm working on some Skaven Slave conversions I gotta glue their tails
3: on and their heads and shit like that what are you guys working on? Point Belgian White <laughs> Ooh, I got a 2012 <laughs> Black Ale that I'm working on here Nice. Uh, I'm just I've drinking got a glass water, of tap water. Ooh, me and the bear. Tap <laughs> water. Paint water.
0: water. Every once in a while, it ends up being a, a sip of t- paint water. I am
4: mounting moon craters <laughs> to... Crystal? <laughs> 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 that that doesn't even long. make
0: sense, Johnny. Paint night number two, the bear is complaining <laughs> about he can't say anything without turning sexual... <laughs> I guess that is a
4: hallmark of point hammered. Also, yeah. Anyway, a mountain. These you get these chintzy plastic moon craters for forty k. And I'm mounting them onto these uh, sticky back flooring tiles, these dirt cheap ones you get at Menards. Make them a little more substantial. Because so, I'm going to have a moon. I'm actually going to have
3: a moon board at Wapaka. Nice. <laughs> Fuck the fucking moon, dude. Holy shit. to be points for mooning. Too big butt cheeks. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Uh Actually, they're going to be uh, warp stone craters or
0: magma pools or blood pools. Uh, Is there going to be some kind of warp gate? Up there, uh, how do they? I... You could make it so there's two warp gates, and then all your units have to move out of those gates <laughs>
3: to the battlefield. <laughs> you could do a twist on Man in the Moon. You could just encase the legend in carbonite, and then like set him up as <laughs> like a giant statue.
0: Giant a lot of,
3: pursuit statue. A lot of different strategies you can go with there.
4: Um, Overwhelming me, guys. I just don't really know what to do now. <laughs> He's speechless. He's speechless. So, so many ideas. So many worthwhile ideas here.
3: I tried to <laughs> tried growing a mustache here the past week here, Bear. Oh, and I know. I got a pick and I am sending to you, but I don't want you to, you know, get it sticky. So
4: sadly, I was forced to shave mine because I've been sick for the last couple of weeks. And I got just finally got sick and tired of it being all caked with snot. Ooh, <laughs> a little gummy. <laughs> yeah. So that way I've to also it figured back. it'd be less intimidating, you know, during the mustache competition. The guys, we don't want musta- to too much mustache envy going on.
0: Oh. <laughs> are you sure you're not shaving it so you can actually register as a player and go incognito <laughs> I recognize you without it? Maybe. I'm Never Brian Goldley. How are you?
3: <laughs> All right. Fleur, what are you up to? I got my Point hammered voodoo dolls out here. I'm working on Oh, them. boy. Are you guys feeling anything? I'm heating up here. I Applying or to the bear model while I keep using my exacto on the head of the uh, bastard model and <laughs> <laughs> get your micron pigmas out and give me some tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm continuing with the wood elf action here. Okay. Very uh, sexy. Sticking to the plan. Sticking to the plan. I was checking wow. out your shit on the brohammered forum. Yeah. Brohammer. Yeah, I was. I signed up yesterday. But you couldn't believe I could do anything. No, Never it thought pretty you'd cool. see today. It yeah, it's been a while, Tom. <laughs> It's damn been a while. Been a long damn while. Actually, primed up some stuff in the garage tonight. A little bit cold, so I was a little bit worried about it, but uh, worked out all right.
0: Yeah. What do you you run them back inside real quick then and let the? Yeah, I was listening
3: to somebody talk about keeping the models warm and keeping the paint warm. You know. So as soon as I primed them, I ran them inside and. So you just. Put them in your children's room and lock the door. <laughs> I have the kids all blow them dry. They just kind blow of gather dry, around. and Bastards. <laughs> get a
1: job and blow these models dry. <laughs> Guys, don't do shit
3: around here. Damn it. Are you a prolific poster on the
1: hammer Awards, Tom?
0: As yeah, a I'm
3: actually spending a lot regular of time contributor. there.
0: I can't now, believe it. Now, are you it... a member of... Of Brohammer because Lindley is always saying you're like a just a guest
3: I'm just a guest
0: yeah what do you think about that you could just be I think, replaced I think any guests
3: day. make the show no just <laughs> 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 that's true no, it's all good I think more guests the better um been I I've met a lot of people over the forums mm-hmm. you know I mean as far as Brohammer just getting started it seems to have tracked those people that are like majorly into the hobby and can't get enough. <laughs>
1: Hey, I coined a new term on the BroHammer forum. It was Broners. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> nice. <What's> up, Broner? <laughs> Someone had to do it.
3: So your status got updated, I saw. I didn't see the what. Bro-curious, dude. You didn't. Are you bro-curious? Yeah, because I've only got two posts. And they said until you get ten, you're bro-curious. You and the Raj Post yeah, right. bro-curious. <laughs> well, yeah, we've been bro-curious for years. <laughs> yeah. and Occasionally, flat out gay. So... <laughs> What a
4: broner! A broner would be somebody who's both a fan of both uh, brohammer and pointhammer. Is this supposed to be a family-friendly at... forum? <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the forum is family-friendly. <laughs> I didn't even think about that till I saw Johnny joined, and I go, "Oh God!" Oh <laughs> shit! We <laughs> oh, forgot to get the rules posted. Alright, uh,
0: McClure. How long have you been in the hobby? Uh, when did you start? I was in and it's out. It's been a long time, I, uh, right?
3: I started in like 7th grade. He was in and out. That's how you got so many fucking kids. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I started in 3rd edition. Uh-huh. So uh, I don't know if seventh it was actually in 86. I got a bunch of models that said 87 on them and kind of did Warhammer. Not by the book. I mean, we got the book. We didn't read all the rules. We didn't play the game right, but we collected a lot and kind of played on the pool table in my basement for a couple summers there. Yeah, uh, that's what I did? Wii? Describe we. I had a friend that, uh, I don't know, he was um, my arcade buddy. We'd get up to the uh, local store that had a bunch of arcade games, and we were kind of the pinball wizards and playing Gauntlet all day, and he'd get into this figurine game here, and we did both, actually, 40K and Warhammer, but we tended to play Warhammer quite a bit more. Uh-huh. Collected a bunch of models and kind of painted stuff, and... And you did that for
2: see
3: a couple this guy? Years. Uh, he's over <laughs> in Bloomington. He's just an hour away. Did uh, you haven't... go through an experimental phase with each other? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Once we started seeing other people... No. Once we started dating, the dating scene, the Warhammer kind of went by the wayside there for a while. Yeah. And, uh, it's always kind of rough. Fucking women. <laughs> God,
0: they ruined everything. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Got back into it in about 2002... With the uh, Lord of the Rings came out that year I quickly met up with some people like Domus and Caius and
4: And regardless of that you decided to stick with Warhammer? Dude, regardless.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Find some Yahoos. Don't don't get scared. You know, I started doing tourneys. Road trips became the name of the game. Yeah. Started with demons. Yeah, that's something I could paint fast and play fast. The corn? The corn guys. Yeah, I did demons of corn before SOC. Yeah, was that your first army that you finished completely? Raj kicked me in the teeth when I played demons. Yeah, that was the first army I got painted because I needed something that I could take to Adepticon 2004. I had <laughs> I a three-color shit. minimum. Did black and red and gunmetal. <laughs> skipped wow. two phases of the game because I'm the slowest player in Illinois. And, uh, <laughs> ended up winning. Won that Adepticon, first time I went. Wow, really? Does, yeah. Luck of the it
0: Storm of Chaos yet? <laughs> no, no or... Storm
3: of Chaos. My Bloodthirster had like a Leadership 8. Holy I played shit. people like Dave Houlis and Irv Mendel. And uh, probably, probably remember the others. Yeah. yeah, some old school. Band. Yeah. I don't know when was the first year we
0: went to Adepticon. Probably like 08.
3: It was a lot. Well, we can we can look back and see when we won that team turning. I think that was our second year there. Yeah, that was my was first year third. when
4: you guys won the team turning. I believe that it was the year '07.
0: Well, did you go back and paint, repaint those uh, demons, Tom? Because I remember them
3: looking a lot better than what you're implying here. Or oh yeah, well I no, they got a um, rose got their colored first paint job. Yeah. Once I got them all painted, I just hit them with the ink, and wow. The ink does a lot on those models. They're so muscly. This yeah. was before the metal ones with the axes. These are the guys with swords. And uh, oh, I had a couple yeah. juggernauts, collected some third edition juggernauts and got some paper banners on those. It, actually, the bloodthirster, I was quite proud of, did a different style on him. I dry brushed the wings with a flesh and then red inked them. But they were deep red. That worked oh. out quite well. So you did multiple layers of ink or just one? Yeah, multiple layers of ink until they got to the red I wanted. Oh, okay. Over That's a, a cool flush, idea. dry
0: brush. It, it, it's hot,
3: I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, I remember yep.
0: playing against that. Do you remember uh, at the first Wisconsin Illinois challenge, McClure? That was it, man. We, we, we played in round scallies.
3: three. Oh, yeah. yeah,
0: the Army of Sylvania.
3: Yeah. I wasn't that. worried at all. I'd won like 17 games in a row up till then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we had like the largest combat that had ever pretty much every single unit we had on the board was in the <laughs> flank of another unit which was itself being flanked by a different unit it was like a giant like tetris puzzle coming together and like we would you know roll it all out and it'd be like okay you won by one and then everybody takes a instability check <laughs> or then we next run we do it again and like you would win by two, so I'd peel off, like, two zombies and, like, two <laughs> skellies. And...
2: My entire entire army would lose frenzy all in one shot.
0: Yeah, they were doing the award ceremony for, like, the overall winners, and we were still, like, just fighting it out, like, <laughs> over in the corner. <laughs> like...
2: That's common. If I'm in the tournament, you're going to be playing to the last minute with me. <laughs> yeah.
4: Oh. Hey, the first time I played you... It didn't actually take that long because you ended up like <laughs> annihilating every model on the board by like turning. I treasure that award. <laughs>
2: I treasure that. That's the large <laughs> award of what? Outstanding achievement. Was that That's... the first time you handed that out? I like to think so. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah I think it is. Yeah, we saw
4: the we saw the tremendous discrep- points You managed to score like. 3,000 victory points in like a 3150 tw- yeah. In like a 2250
2: game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey, you took it well. You, t- <laughs> you take a beating really well, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the first five or
4: six years, you know, the first five or six years of losing, I was pretty good at it, but it's like in the last couple of years that it's, I finally started to get kind of ornery. <laughs> <laughs> kind of grumpy about it all?
2: Finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know I faced Hastings up in Wisconsin also at a couple turnies. Yeah. Faced your dwarves with yeah, my I ONG, that. probably.
1: That was at the old yeah, it was your savage orcs. I remember killing in your BSB. Zone. That <laughs> went
2: over well. You. Pretty good. <laughs> 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 I killed everybody's BSB with you know, if dwarves were on the opposite side it uh, the savages just had something going on. BSB okay. hunters.
0: <laughs> is uh the savages, is that the army you painted after the demons then?
2: Let's for think. a second uh, fully yeah. painted army? Yeah, I took the savages then to Adepticon 2005 to kind of defend my title. Yeah, and I there was inspired go. for that army because I was up in Wisconsin at a different tourney. I can't remember where it was. A uh, can remember the, the place. Madison, yeah. <clears> or <throat> likely. Likely, um, mm-hmm. I played this guy yeah. that had an orc army, and he had orange war paint on his savage orc unit. I just thought that looked hot. Okay. You know, and if you're talking about color combinations.
0: Yeah. So the green, the green orcs did.
2: with the orange standing out. Orange is Domus's favorite color of all time. Hence <laughs> the pumpkin no. theme.
0: No, no wonder. Go figure. G- Ginger Buddha.
2: Because <laughs> he's a <laughs> <laughs> And that, that kind of influenced me to just go all savage, which worked out quite well.
0: Okay, so when you first started, it wasn't all <laughs> savages, or was it? Used to, you yeah. said regular
2: orcs and stuff. There was that dude with the mask that rides on a boar. And I, I put him on foot and he was my level four. And okay. uh you know, it was just easy to go with the savage theme. Yeah. Three three I block or so works. It's really cool. The uh you know, rock wheels on the chariots and the yeah. trolls throwing the spears for the spear chuckers. Oh yeah, I remember that.
0: Nah, do you it's remember written. how long it took you to paint that army?
2: I or do how long it... my first armies were literally I mean, you know, to be honest, they're only half painted. You know, I haven't gotten all the details, like whatever's on their belts, the heads hanging off, and whatever. Um, but I spend about four single eight-hour days <laughs> getting it <clears throat> to that stage. Uh huh. Just uh, you know, somewhere around 30 hours getting army okay. base coated and get <clears throat> getting the first layer on. Yeah, I suppose if you're just going for the
0: first layer. And then your intent is to go back and yeah, do details
2: and then, or? Exactly. That's optional. Like, uh, after that, I went on to the dwarves and then later on came back and, and added another layer of highlights. And once you get that base coat on in that first layer, the highlighting becomes quite fun because you can kind of zip through it. Ooh, I have the opposite. Well, fucking it depends on the quality you're going to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but with the, just a layering technique. Yeah. You know, you're painting less and you're just hitting high spots. And so, yeah. uh, Okay, that's an interesting
0: concept where instead of, you know, going to town, finishing models, you just go through doing the base coat and then going through and when you have time, just doing the next level up.
2: Exactly. So they'll be ready right away. Brian Hodge. is doing that right now with his empire. We talked about it, and he was just, you know, I mean, if you try to, ta- if you're, if you're a decent painter, or a really good painter, and you you try to go unit by unit, and it takes forever. I mean, like yeah. Jim Emmerich right now is spending five to six hours per model, you know, but he and can spend demons? that kind of time, you know, nightly is he, is, type of deal. What's he doing? Demons? Is that what he's doing? He's doing demons. Yeah. Yeah, I saw some pics of what he was up to there, and he's, you know, just really paying attention to the detail and, and if he kicks out, you know, ten figs in a month, you know, he's kinda yeah. happy. <laughs> okay.
0: So do you know how many hours you spend on a fig? Do you have any idea?
2: For me? Yeah. I spend I spend too long. I need to get faster at painting as well. But uh okay. you know, I'm probably when it comes down to it a half hour a fig
3: type of guy. Really?
0: Okay. Just too that... long? <laughs> to that base level standard? no, I'd say Is that a finished model for you?
2: I'd say to a finished model. I mean, uh, you know, the first base, the first coat is probably 20 minutes of fig when you add it all up. And I do assembly line big time. I mean, I will take all 80 dwarves and go paint all of their eyeballs, you know? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Because you can do that stuff in one night. You know, I flock the army in one morning type of deal. And, uh, I rec- I don't know. Okay, that's interesting.
0: What I've been doing with my skaven is I started 30 for just gluing them and basing them, and then when I started base coating them, I shucked it down to 20 like in one go. And then when I got to the highlighting, I shucked them down to little 7 man units that I finished to a high standard, you know, because when you see the models get finished right away, that kind of, you know, keeps you motivated, keeps you going. So instead yeah. of trudging through twenty guys and not seeing any of them get done, you know, I maybe do seven in a sitting, and I'm, at the end of it, I have seven guys done, and I'm like, so how Fuck. long are you spending per fig? Do you figure? You know, it's hard to say, but I would probably say twenty figs, probably, probably at least forty-five minutes to an hour
2: per. That's guy. what I was thinking for you. Be an hour. Yeah. But you were going yeah. to town, right? I mean, you're, you're yeah. Doing these multi-colored guys are well highlighted. And... They're popping. Um probably put some pics up later on the flicker
0: but yeah i think probably about an hour because i once they're done because i still gotta you know work on the bases paint the little rocks and shit like that so Um, you do it out
2: of not getting bored rather than efficiency
0: yeah well i think that's important to just to keep your keep your drive up i mean because if you're doing anything at all that's better than trying to be efficient and then not doing anything at all because if (laughs) i try to do a 20-man highlighting, you know, that might be the 20 minutes per model part, you know, it so says like 400 minutes. I mean, I'm going to get pissed off and start playing Blood Bowl on the computer. <laughs> See, what
2: Emmerich's doing is he's got these what he calls six-minute dwarves. And so he'll spend all this time on, on demons, and he'll do, you know, five models at a time and doing it real in-depth like you're talking about. But then mm-hmm. he'll, he'll take a break, you know, on something that he can kind of whip out, different color style, Um, Feels good because it gets them done. They're just, you know, he, he calls them just tabletop. But, of course, you know, for the people that have lots of hours in painting, their tabletop becomes pretty darn fine.
0: Well, yeah, that's interesting, because, you know, you're taking a little break, but you're actually still working on something, too.
2: Yeah, you know, so he's like, okay, I got done with 10 blood letters, but I've got 30 dwarves over here. Yeah, see,
0: that wouldn't work
2: for
4: for me very well, because then, I don't know, it takes me so goddamn long to get an army. Anyway, go two armies that take me, like, you know, twice as long, therefore.
1: Yeah, I don't know be an old fucking wrinkly man before you had another army done.
4: Yeah, well, at this rate, I'm going to be an old wrinkly man
2: before I have another army done. So. <laughs> Something I've been wanting to talk to you about in that line is, you know, you guys work on your army, and I don't know if, you know, like you got to do the team tourney where you got to get half the army out, let's say, but you're working on these armies forever, and is it better to work on an army forever while you're playing another army, or is it better to Go ahead and get experience with an army <laughs> while you're painting it. Um, would some people like you... Lindley will play an army while they're painting it, but then as soon as they get it painted, it has its showing, and then they want to move on. <laughs> I heard him say that on the bro hammer. Yeah, <laughs> that's
4: that's kind of just a personality uh, type you see a lot in in the art fine art world. <laughs> um, you know, that's kind of the way I am when they like as a fine artist. You know. I'm more about just making the artwork, and once it's made, I don't really give a rat's ass about it anymore. <laughs>
0: um, okay. Obviously,
4: Warhammer's a little different.
0: Okay, I guess to answer your original question, I will play an army you know, while I'm painting it and keep adding more units, even way, by all accounts, it should be finished.
1: I just keep going and adding more units. With your uh, Dogs at War, that worked really cool, because... Once it was done, then you just, you know, you painted up some different style wizards to try different wars, and you fucking added on some other cool shit, like the
2: I think that's a bonus to change it up and... with the new unit. But yeah, I think it seems a... like, do you wait until the whole thing's pretty darn top-notch before you get that showing? Cause, you know, Domus and I would all, always talk about that first impression. I mean, if you... When you, when you first oh, get yeah. an army out there, you know, and then he rode his wood elves for three years. <laughs> <in> the... <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, I guess that is kind of important, too, because when I was playing the Dogs of War, I went to tournaments, but I used other people's, you know, I borrowed, like, Stubby's Orcs or Butcher's Ogres. I think I borrowed Ryan's Ogres once just to go to these tournaments and play, but I refused to use my Dogs of War you know, even if I could, because, you know, some tournaments, you know, they, they they don't care about the painting and stuff like that. So I could have showed up with half-done stuff, but... Yeah, you're right,
1: I kind of waited until... I would never show up with some half-done shit. Yeah, never.
4: It seems like, kind of, with you guys, you like to... You know, you, you're playing them just at home, you know, like with the, with us, locally, while you're working yeah, on them. But you don't lot. take them to a tournament well, until you've got them done.
1: You, yeah. Yeah, you do that because... You know, especially as you're thinking about adding new units, you try a few things because you don't want to spend all this fucking time. Well, it's going to take me two months to do a unit. Dragon I don't want to spend all my time on some shit that's going to be worthless in the game. What was that? <laughs> Dragon Ogres. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then it's bad enough. So then, like, half the shit you spent all that time on ends up being worthless anyway. Wait, you'll see I'm uh,
1: up to the con on my, in my beast list. I heard you talking about that. That's a good use of them. I just posted up uh, on our thread on Facebook there. My first month of painting that I did, I fucking logged every day when I painted. And that was how much it took me. So I pretty much did half of six scores because they were all base coated and ready for the the highlights. And other than that, I started working on some Minotaur. How many hours is it? Oh, dude. If you look at that thing I posted, (laughs) (laughs) within five minutes, accuracy, yeah, it's... It's like a, it's a huge sheet because otherwise you couldn't see the detail. Like what I worked on and how long it took. You guys talk about how you spend an hour per model. I think I'm gonna fucking cry because I bet you those boys <laughs> probably took
2: ten to twelve hours per model, man. Each. <laughs> Honestly, once I get in the game, I mean I know you guys are going for max paint and for for appearance awards and. Stuff. Once I get in the game, I never even consider how any of the models look, and so um one strategy is just to get max painting points just kind of figure out what am i going to get paint points for uh, bubbles was real good at pointing out you know in, in our previous paint nights that's a lot of work for not much return you know what are you going to get return sure. on which is a well, different strategy if you're just going for overall type of deal and you want the yeah. max painting points but you're not going for appearance necessarily see for me It's not about the points. I really just, I really
1: got into this hobby because I enjoyed the painting. I liked making the art, building, building shit. So that's why I do it, not because I care about points. Not because I'm not interested in trying to learn how to play the game well. But that's not really my focus. My focus
2: is modeling and painting. I gotta agree with you. The modeling is a ton of fun.
4: And another point too is that a lot of times. There are tournaments that you almost need to have a pretty decent painting score to be a contender for best overall. For sure. Yeah.
2: I guess. I mean, kinda... you can go
4: for best general or best sportsman, but getting best overall—it's
2: a third of Welpanca points, right?
4: Yeah. Well, yep. Mine's a little freakish, so. But even North Star <laughs> though. I mean,
2: you did the homeboys. I get it. Yeah.
4: We're trying to make people uh, come up, to, well, or go down to our level. I don't know how you want to look <laughs> at it. Yeah. Play like us. <laughs>
1: Play like shit, but paint really well. Oh, no, rods don't exactly. play actually. But then, Try of course, the then field. it doesn't
4: make sense why I make the sportsmanship a third of the
2: score as well. <laughs> we are some trick <laughs> ass fuckers. How are you going? Well, that's probably not a paint night discussion. What's that? We're interested in how you're going to score the sports? Is it player scored or what? Let's Whoa! See, Minim- every
4: category twenty points. And um, 15 of those points just comes from paying me on time, getting all your bonus points, showing up to your rounds on time, and getting your score sheets in on time. The last five points are based on favorite opponent votes. Yeah. The only way you could get max points is if all five of your players vote for you. All five of your opponents vote you as their favorite player.
2: I think that's. Favorite opponent stuff is really key to getting a good, you know, uh, separation. Um, yeah, I because agree. I see a lot of people that like to grade average. You know, they're not yeah. going to give out high points, whereas Indeed. other people will always peg. Oh, this guy was fantastic player ever. This guy was my best game ever. Yeah, yeah. that's why I tried to. It's not an it. even field. so We don't, yeah, we don't support
0: that kind of grading scale. It's really pretty much a crapshoot, in my opinion. Well, I was I was going to mention something before like Johnny was talking about, you know, he's not trying to get paint points and stuff like that and he's just, you know, likes to paint the models. And you know, I kind of, you know, I kind of focus on certain things, but not because of the points. Like I will focus on the overall look of the army cuz I like, I don't know, I've always just liked to paint armies. Like I'm not really that big into single off figures. So I will concentrate on uh getting a really nice overall color scheme and getting something that I like there, and, yeah. and then, like, the belts and belt buckles and, and, you know, everything else that's really secondary, you know, I'll just leave that. I don't really look at them, so it's something that I just don't,
2: you know, make the time to, to spend that extra time on, I guess. It's um, easy to go back
3: to, too, you know? You're yeah. like,
2: okay, tonight's belt night, and you go and you do all the belts, you know? Okay, I tonight's can't... belt highlight night, how long does that take? And that's something that I have
0: done on a lot of the Dogs of War models for the ogres. I mean, I've gone back and given them different swords and stuff like that. You know, converted models that I've already done. But I think Johnny, you're the you won't nev- never won't ever go back. I will and never return up.
1: to a model that's finished once it's done. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get done. What's the I thought it was really
2: interesting how you were talking about being tied to a paint scheme. You know, for unit after unit, just you know, once you get an army to that standard. Yeah. You can't branch, you know. And now, you will,
1: you will see, if you compare the gores I just finished to the gores I did first, same same overall color schemes, but the blends are fucking seamless now just because I've done it so much and I've figured out how to get it done right. Now, of course, it takes a lot more time put than them it did the but then. Um, yeah, <laughs> put them around the outside edges. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a uh, you
2: uh, did
0: that with his yeah, uh, Bretonnians. Oh, yeah, did <laughs> that? Yeah,
1: um, that Dave Taylor
4: Absolutely. guy who always came to Adepticon, he used that theory pretty well. Where he'd paint uh, all his characters so like, you know, or like if you like look close at his army, it's like two different people painted it. Practically, like between the units versus the characters and
0: command oh. models.
2: I support wow, that. That's characters. a total good way to go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's understandable if you're spending more time on it. Well, That's, you know. For that's me, that's way it, it should go, I think. Because I mainly, my main
4: experience was with ogres, you know, I never really had that issue. I pretty much paid the equal attention to almost every model, so.
2: They're so big, you kind of have. A luxury
4: you. I had, you know, by yeah. only having so
2: few models. Nobody's nobody's hiding in that army. I mean, every unit was <laughs> just a front rank. <laughs> yeah, which is. So, good. on that note, do you count, or, you know, is it better to paint the characters first, or, or start with, like, the worst little nondescript, um, middle of the unit people.
0: I think you get different Because you're going to get better.
1: I've started with uh, some of the first stuff I painted was just a bunch of gores to try some color schemes. But yeah, yeah. Then I quickly jumped into characters, and those first two characters I painted, which are just a, two stock standard Beastman models, one has a great weapon, one has two hands. And, you know, relative to a lot, the rest of the stuff I did, they, they don't look as good now, so I don't ever use those models.
0: See, I will try to avoid painting characters as long as possible cuz i know like right now i have a fully converted uh, warlord ready to go and i really want to paint him but i'm going to wait because i know that by the time i'm done with 80 uh skaven slaves i'm going to have that color scheme down rock solid like you know johnny was talking about <laughs> uh, you know he's improved his blends and stuff like that so you know i'm trying to save you know the character models until last and i usually I think on the Dogs of War, that's how it went too. Like I did all the the units before I went back and did the character models. Because even then, I you know I went through a few different characters, yeah. selections. Because you Bikes might not like that character setup. You know, it's really easy to just convert up a new model uh, that you like if, you, if
2: something else comes along. That's a really Obviously, good thing to do, hmm. but it's really hard to wait to do the characters because usually people yeah. get inspired by the character. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly, it's tough. I'm not going to be know how long I'm going to hold out on this. <laughs> He's looking at me. Come on, Joe. It can't Come be all. What do you think, <laughs> of Barry? Michael Clark's Gavin? You made a deal.
4: What was that?
2: You made a deal. <laughs> you made a deal, boy. <laughs> you paint can you wait safe. till the end to do your character's bear
4: yeah I mean I only have like my last batch of ogres which I think I did like two years ago <laughs> it's been that long since I actually painted a model <laughs> I, did, I think I did nine new iron guts for my army and then one new tyrant and yeah that's what I did I just painted all the iron guts first and then I had my and that was those are if you look at my army closely you know you can totally tell a huge difference between that last batch of models because I went and did proper highlighting as opposed to dry brushing. And mm-hmm. and then I did the, the tire and last, so I was like really good at that point. So it's probably the <laughs> best model I've got painted. You, Pitch. You now I got to pretty much always, start all
0: over from scratch. It always works that way. Once you're finished painting an army. Only then are you really qualified
2: and competent to paint that army up again. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I think is funny is there's like two handfuls of, forgive me, but paint snobs, all right? (laughs) There's you guys, Domus, Caius, you know, Wapples, people that can actually pay attention to that type of detail. But, I mean, you know, there's hundreds of other people (laughs) that are going just on what Roger's talking about, that color scheme. So you pick the right color scheme, your quality matters a lot. less. yeah, that's the hardest
4: point. I mean, wasn't that something Domus always said about his high elf army? Like that, he didn't really like the first models he did for that. They really just rode on there. Just amazing theme and scheme, and that it wasn't until towards the end of that. His high elves. His wood elves. Wood elves. Did I say high elves? Yeah. Oh, sorry, his Wood <laughs> Elf Army, that towards the end of it, that he actually did any decent painting, but, but it won all sorts of awards just because of the stunning, you know, color scheme and theme.
0: Well, I think if you're starting out, though, I mean, you can't go wrong focusing on the overall scheme. Well, that's what I mean. That's why his,
4: why yeah. his army was strong, yeah. was because of the overall theme. more really so, the most important
2: life. part. I think is, is the color. I mean, obviously Johnny's blue. There's there's a hugely popular scheme now that I'm actually getting bored of, which is, um, but I do want to do for one of my armies, but <laughs> is a uh, purple, blue, and peach, right? It looks really attractive. Purple, um, blue, and peach. For what kind of force? Uh, usually Zinch Chaos Warrior, right? <laughs> um, <Okay. clears throat> but it... it It looks really attractive to the eye. I mean, you got the bright blue and the bright purple. Um, Let's see. Yeah, there's a guy. He's been winning a gunya. Yeah. You Uh, know. I mean, he's got the blue and the purple and the pink going on. Yeah, it's super attractive to use those. You know, really light blues and and the purple is attractive, and then the pink or the peach goes in real well. Um, Yeah,
4: that's something I got to improve on because that's one thing my ogre army is pretty. It doesn't have any outstanding Pretty color early. scheme.
2: Yeah, but I'll be honest, I mean, once a scheme like that, you know, once you see it a handful of times on different armies, it, it loses its attraction. You know, it, that the first impression, whatever. I, I'm looking uh-huh. for something new. If I see somebody okay. use Domus' scheme, if I see somebody use Gun- Gunia's scheme, it's uh, something new that you really need to take the... Okay. It's
4: just not as good as the first time. That's what you're saying. <laughs>
2: That's what I'm saying, Bear. Remember the first time <laughs> you and I? Yeah. <laughs> the first time we shared a bed together. You know it. Uh, Still got that there. sticker in my wallet. Something special from Wisconsin. <laughs> I got I got an, a package from an Italian distributor for Christmas that had uh, something in it. It was like a uh, chocolate hot chocolate mix and it had that sticker on it something special from wisconsin <laughs> God, <laughs> <ass>. <laughs> i was thinking of you guys drinking my point beer <laughs> and...
1: they come on a lot of shit like honey or if you buy uh, mushrooms at the store shit like that so
0: tom it sounds like you're on a paint tear with the wood elves right now i mean is that oh God. typical or is this overdrive compared to you yeah, i guess well... what's your usual
2: my usual, unfortunately, is busting out an army in four days. I just I barely make the time. I, I got to say okay. this year I do think is going to be different thanks to your paint nights and your your team speak ideas. And uh, usually I do just tear through an army to get it half painted, and then once it's to that point, I'll move on. I've got a team tourney I need to prepare for with Chris Walker, so okay. as soon as I hit you know Wapaka weekend and I've got my Wood Elves to whatever state they're in i'm supposed to turn around and start working on something else but um i really enjoy the wood elves and uh i'll come back to them
0: okay so you you're like a binge painter
2: <laughs> you,
0: <laughs> yeah um yeah. first you know yeah, you your deadline coming up and you just i'm driven by deadlines furious work, for sure and then you kind of like a long break or or is it just binge
2: after binge here I'd have to say it's binge after binge. Um, for one, I've collected so many armies that if I'm going to justify keeping them, I need to kick them out. And Chris Walker is really good at doing that. He has yeah,
3: he's a got a huge ton of number armies. of
2: armies. Just yes, and a huge number of painted armies. Obviously, Marty Gaska has tons of painted armies, yeah. but Chris actually is painting, and you know he keeps it up. It's uh somehow he fits it into his life goes from army to army. So he was he's posting on his Wood Elves right now. Lo and behold, he's been working for a month on goblins and uh, just, you know, kicks them out. He's not working to the Johnny or Emmerich, you know, or Hastings or Bear type of you know quality, <laughs> uh, all the paint snobs. But um, he, he's getting them kicked out, you know. Yeah. And there's a lot to be said for that. You can enjoy the game, and, and like Johnny said, there's different reasons that people are in it. I gotta say I'm flattered that you've compared me to Hastings there.
4: <laughs> that's Dude, probably one of the only instances rock. you'll ever say I'll ever say that about anything.
2: Nah, <laughs> son of a bitch. Your ogres are in the top ten armies I've ever seen. Well I don't know. To me, now you're
4: just <laughs> I'm trying to get in.
0: In like
2: Flynn, brown nose with the T O. Nice. You just earned yourself a Wapaka well,
0: point, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you were asking how they were
1: scoring sports <laughs> <laughs> now, you know.
0: well I like uh, what you're saying there about if you don't have the desire to paint better or you just want to get your army out I mean quantity is just as viable as quality I mean because it's kind of cool to have a guy that you know any tournament he goes
2: to he has a couple
0: of diff- dozen armies he could be, he could feasibly go with
2: you know he is thoroughly enjoying the game. he can throw anything out he wants, plus, if you don't have the paint snobs at the event, you'll take home awards. you know, so there's smaller events all over the place mm-hmm. and uh I mean, heck, I got a best painted for those demons one time in Dean uh, vukovich's garage <laughs> uh, what do you so call that little plaque, you know, so what are your tools of the trade? Brushes, color mate. shapers. We all love the color shapers, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Those are the top. Notch. told me just today he used them for the first time. I gave them to him quite a while ago, as a gift. And I know we all love the color shapers for getting the smooth green stuff action. Yeah, they're fucking um, amazing. I've actually, you know, been ordering nicer brushes, and I have yet to use it. It's still in its nice box. I received it off of Amazon. I don't know what is it. Is it the Klinsky sable? Or let me open it up here and check it out.
0: Yeah, I think that's.
2: Yeah. Windsor & Newton. No, I went with Windsor uh, & Newton. I've got a Ro- Rotmarder Kalinske.
0: Are those related? There are two different Kalinskis? Kalins- so and Carl-
2: Waffles and Domus know, say that the brushes have a lot to do with it and keeping a point on the brush and treating your brushes well. Um, I'm big into the getting drill bits for conversions, Dremel drill bits that are 1 or 3 64th inch. Mm-hmm. For the pinning and, uh, and using Walmart drills. I've been posting about that on the Hammer forums. The Dremel is so fast, you know, so you get a little 6 or 7 volt drill with 2 speed and it works out super good. And they hold those little bits and you can get the uh, the chucks that you can just do by hand and such. Okay.
3: okay. So what else do you use? So there's um, Flow Aid that I get from uh, Hot Lobby. Oh, yeah, I got some of that shit. Should... Liquitex. That's that really almost... nice. That like, keeps yeah. your uh, paint from drying out. Oh, that'd be freaking handy.
4: Welty. Yeah, like, I mean, Welty uses that Wealthy stuff Welty uses that, does he? All right. Got onto
3: it. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a huge bottle. It lasts forever. You just put a drop in with whatever paint you're doing. There's also, okay, like,
4: so... re- like a retarder as well.
3: Yeah. What's um, the difference? You can use a multi-combination.
4: Well, it's slightly different because the Flow-Aid actually makes your paint just kind of flow more smoothly as well as retarding it while the retarder just keeps it from drying. Oh, yeah. And also the Flow-Aid makes it maybe a little bit more transparent. Probably save your ass a lot of money in the long run. So, yeah, it makes it better for uh, layering.
3: I really think so, and it keeps the paint from drying out. So I don't know why, but when I'm using these bottles of paint, I've never gone through a bottle of paint. I'm totally chintzy with this stupid $3 of paint. I put in (laughs) a drop or two, and I'm all about the flow aid, and I see other painters just put a huge, you know, just just a huge thing of paint in there, and, and they must go through bottles day in, day out, and it's not costing you that much money overall, so I can understand it. How do you guys do it? Do you, are you chintzy with your paint or do you just get tons on the palette? Um, I usually go with a lot. Yeah, I'm
4: pretty sloppy about paint. So for I that, like uh, using
3: the ceramic dishes for yep. that, you know, for getting your. I got a big some, ceramic dish. Some people use ceramic tiles and those are a cheap way to go. You know, because you, you can get like one, a lot Johnny? of space on uh, them. No, I use a really old laminate. Oh. But really,
1: that's just for kind of draw fun. Yeah, I just use one of those round paint trays with all the cups that go all
2: the way around it.
0: Um so for that flow aid, Tom, do you just Yeah you put that on every every color, every everything you do, you put a drop.
2: A in lot there. of times I'm just painting from the pot. Oh but okay. yeah, it does help a lot. I'm I'm now going to start watering down quite a bit. But I like yeah. using the flow aid instead of the water. Like a uh, Bear was saying, it, it makes it easy to apply and it applies smoothly and I use Vallejo paints typically. Okay. Uh, and they they, I don't know they thin out real nice. Um, <clears throat> also, speaking of Vallejo, I like for basing their white pumice. Pumice is yeah, it's a weird. I don't know how to exactly describe it, but it's it's a it's a sand compound that you spread on with like a you know any spatula type device. There's all kinds of modeling tools that. Oh, use. so it's like a texture paste. It's a texture paste, exactly. And But when it dries, you know, with sand bases, you basically spread on your Elmer, you dip the sand, and it's flat, and you'll have a couple yeah. big rocks in it or whatever. It adheres really well, no matter if you're using GF9 bases or plastic G, you know, GW bases or whatever. It sticks really good. It doesn't crack. Like I've had totally, you know, the top of my bases that I did with Elmer's glue and sand just come off completely. Um, this adheres really well. Yeah, and uh, you always sorry you always have to be careful to prime before you put any uh, VA glue on there okay the pumice dries in a really cool way with lots of peaks and valleys and so it, it takes to dry brush in really well You're also like when I'm doing cork um, I will literally just stick the cork pieces in the pumice. I don't have to apply any glue and it, it ends up drying and adheres and never comes off. Uh But uh, But it it does take longer to apply, I find. You can use, like, a brush or, like, a little trowel. I'm using just those little uh, spade type of modeling tools. You'll get those kits with, like, ten different shapes of blades on each end of the tool. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they're just steel tools, whatever. And I just kind of spatula it on there. When I'm pinning models to the base, uh, you know, I can sometimes... Put that on first and then set them in it so they're not like, um, so the ground's not raising up around their feet like they're sinking into the mud. Yeah. But other times I'll just do it around the model. It's no big deal. Yeah, you know I'll get a very similar effect to what you're talking
1: about, um, epoxy sculpt. After I base the model, I'll make little lumps of epoxy sculpt around on the base. It does make it look a lot better when it's not flat like you were saying before. Uh, and then you can also just push cork right into the epoxy sculpt. Yeah. Same
2: exact thing, but with... It makes nice-looking stuff. I did that on the latest scores quite a bit. You know, I mean, uh, some people say that half of the model is the base, and so paying a little extra attention to the base can really go a long way. Make it more interesting, whatever.
4: Base is another area where just, you know... Some uniform uniformity and maybe a little cleverness, you know, can really go a long way. Yeah. Uniformity? Yeah. Well yeah, just make sure everything's the whole you know, really brings so ties the army together.
0: Nothing will yeah, ruin sure. an army scheme like mismatch bases or you know, oh. bases that aren't complete and some are and you know using movement trays you scrounge up. Out of garbage and ripped out pizza boxes and shit.
2: <laughs> nice. Are you guys fans uh, of uh, GF-9, or what do you do? VW and then the rare earth magnets. Mm-hmm.
4: You know, I'm kind of in the dark ages here in point. I got a non-magnetized army, but I also only have like a quarter of the models. Everybody else it's not quite as big of a deal. Oh,
2: uh, yeah, you always got that big... Puffy case you're carrying.
4: Yeah. <laughs> army I'm transport.
2: i GF9 myself. The investment over an army.
4: Didn't I sell you a bunch of those bases I had gotten and never got to <laughs> use? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, you did. What's the like l 9 base? Well, we're it's um it's the whole base is magnetic material. It's uh, like that black rubbery they magnet. They have yeah. magnet sheet. Yeah, and so it sticks real good, you know, over the whole base. When I'm doing my rare earth magnets, sometimes the Polarity of them will kind of get mismatched, and it will try to work against nearby models. Yeah, um, I'm still a big fan of the rare earth magnets, especially for um, for old metal models or something. But okay, um, GF9 is really easy to pin into, you know, because the whole base thickness is material, and it's yeah. light, and it gets good adherence. I, don't, uh-huh. I guess Jim's converted me. I, I'm GF9 on both my uh, movement trays so. as well as my bases
0: okay so this wooddolph army is using all Gale forest 9 bases yeah so what uh, what how much does it cost? Man?
2: oh let's see okay. i mean uh, gf9 just restructured since they were purchased by what uh can't remember if it's who purchased them but they, uh, they I have no idea anywho the for like what is it nine of the 40 by 40 bases will run you 10 bucks um it's probably oh. 25 or more. Of the 25 by 25 bases will run you 10 bucks, you know, but then you get to like 36 or more. They don't the make 20 you buy 20 a bases. bag of every type of base. If they sell to. it by the base size and you get a quantity. And uh, they used to come on, on the rubber sheet that then you'd use on your movement tray, but now they sell that separately and they reduce the prices to offset or included more bases in the package. But so do you you find know, sometimes a... I for the long haul, I just kind of overbuy buy and, and just have stuff ready.
4: <laughs> do you find yeah, much difference in the, uh, in the ability, to, the magnetic sticking ability of those versus the rare earth?
2: It's a weird deal, but the magnetic of the rare earth is so strong <laughs> that sometimes when you're using plastic models, you might be a little bit nervous picking it up. Like, my dryads yeah. are converted from the demonettes, you know, and so they've got these spindly joints, and they're plastic. And what I like about the DF-9 is it gets really good adherence, and in a weird way, it doesn't feel like I'm going to rip the model off the base when I pick it up.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I have had that happen uh, with some duo, dogs that wore
1: duelists. Like, I just ripped them off at the ankles. They're like,
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: I've had that concern, but fortunately, I've never had any problems with it
2: the plastic wood elf horses sometimes you just have one or two hooves that are actually in contact with the base you know yeah um but with the gf-9 it just seems to work really well especially with, but i got my tree can on them also oh, cool. no sweat in it they are using I think metal in their display can? they use like big honking metal things you know so they're they can hold quite a bit of weight on their side yeah the tree can or metal but I believe they actually, you know, have on display like war machine models hanging off these that are big chunky metal stuff, so they their their unit load is kinda light, but they've got a lot of area that you're magnetizing over. What do
0: you usually uh watch or listen to or you know, what's in the background when you're painting, so?
2: Oh man. So obviously I'm huge into podcasting and uh Brohammer. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh bro hammer is a ton of fun by been, you know listening to you guys since the beginning Healing hammer garage hammer bed dice um Logcast,
3: you like and long, uh
2: basically yeah yeah you said your words one uh, you really hate uh, it's the people that chew on on the podcast, you know, while they're eating their food. And uh, <laughs> I can get by when the, beer, when the bear is yawning and I'm trying to do my workout at like 5 a.m. in the morning and I'm hearing yawning over the headphones, that gets a bit
1: <laughs>
2: Point <the>
1: lost. <laughs> Did
2: you see my list anyway? It's craptastic. I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, it looks pretty awesome. Point. You lost. have a lot of units going on there. That is what you have to do, I think. You're not gonna win by having a big mega wood elf unit.
0: Yeah, the wood elves. You don't want to play their game with them, or the, the big block game that everybody else is playing. I guess.
2: Yeah, is that what you found? Different. Yeah. Also, there. I like the low model count because my whole goal with wood elves originally was to have a really competitive army, and everybody around me had already done wood elves, so I was kind of <laughs> getting on the bandwagon. But with eight. I'm just enjoying the low model count and the theme I've got going. Uh, having multiple units, when you do a painter's army, having, you know, one of each unit is kind of cool. Do
0: you have any last-minute uh, tips or I? anything
2: you want to share, Tom, before we sign uh, off here? I just think that painting the eyes is worth it. When when people look to see if a model has details, I think the eyes go a long way. To saying this agree. guy actually spent some time on this, he got the eyes done. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. Because it's something you can actually see from, like, quite a bit of too. I mean, you can just look, and, like, the, if you painted the eyes, the kind of signals that, you know, they spent some time on everything else. Even People if you don't check look closer. out the
2: face. Otherwise, one thing we didn't talk about was just having your tray of stuff that you're working on readily available. If you have to drag it out and then put it all away, you're never going to get to it. If you have yeah, that, I paint area or a, a tray readily available with whatever you're working on really helps when you got to get stuff out and work on it for an hour hour and a half whatever and put it back yeah and get on a get on this team speak action or you know get some paint buddies
0: yeah, yeah. i recommend
2: this highly roger had a fucking winner of an idea with this one
0: i think on that uh, actual podcast i'll be uh, providing advice on how people can set up their own uh, mastermind paint groups it's the way to go oh, yeah. for sure
2: yeah. yeah, helped me work yeah. out a lot of issues that I've had with my army. So,
0: oh yeah, I'm like the McClure support line here. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go, what did we finish
1: tonight of uh, stuff that we're working on, Johnny? Uh, I got a bunch of scales done on the Jabba Sloith, and I got uh, a bunch of bases for all my trees primed. Okay, cool. Bear, what were you doing?
4: Uh, getting my uh moon craters based here. I got like six of them done and four
0: more to go. Nice. Well, I got all my, uh, game slate bases sealed here with the second layer of Elmer's glue to keep in all my shitty sand. And then now I'm uh, attaching Skaven heads to Ungor bodies, but I've only managed to do one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight. But I have everything all lined out and I'm plugging away here, so probably still be
2: going i got okay. a bunch of stuff Into laid out mark. and i i finished off uh, two belgian whites <laughs> oh <laughs> nice <laughs> so i'm, I'm really to go on my painting yeah
1: <laughs> gets a little sloppy as the cast goes on <laughs> that's right we're gonna stick to washes yeah
0: yeah thanks for popping
1: in we'll we'll talk to good you later good
0: times good times
1: yeah so, we'll have to have you on again <laughs> Check
4: <laughs> <like> my balls. <laughs>